Welcome to Women Real and Raw, a tantalizing, mind-blowing, unconditional loving, safe space where we are authentic, courageous, and uncensored. So get ready to have fun, get real, get raw, and feel empowered. Hi, I'm your co-host, Tiffany Lee, aka Truth Teller, body language expert, corporate communications trainer, speaker, social media consultant, and COO of Roar, Inc., And I am your co-host, Kristen Sparks, a connections expert, speaker, leader, best-selling co-author of the book on joy, Canfield Methodology trained, and the executive director of the Sister Weird Foundation. And together, we are Roar Inc., a spirit-led, sisterhood model, women-focused communications and connections company. Voice is our power. Join us as we come together from different worlds to share our lives, stories, insights, wisdom, and vulnerability as we live our lives out in the open. We can be reached anytime at womenrealandraw.com. Now let's get real and raw. Here we are again, Miss Tiffany. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a crazy week, a couple of crazy weeks. Um, Yeah, you know, with holidays and all of that kind of stuff coming up and past and yep just a little bit crazy trying to push things right and holidays are always an interesting time of year you know for people you've got some people who love the holidays and then for a lot of people it's can really be a depressing time you know there's things that come up from the past things you wish you had and maybe don't have just yeah so it's holidays is always that it's double, you know, you've got the good side of it. And then those that, you know, it's not their favorite time of year. So right. for all of those people, we love you and we yes. see you and we are here with you. Absolutely. You know, and we get this idea that we have to have a Norman Rockwell holiday, you know, and the family's supposed to be perfect and our people, whoever they are, have to be perfect, you know, and that isn't the way that it happens most of the time, as we all, I'm sure, are aware. You know, exactly. Have, More often than not, you know. Right, exactly. <laughs> there's drama around the holidays oh, in one way, yeah. shape or another, you know, there's always something, you know. Exactly. And, and then trying to, you know, keep your boundaries when that kind of stuff happens you know, forgive and live and let live kind of thing without, you know, totally just letting people walk all over you. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, as women, we're always, we're not always good at that. You know, (laughs) we want to be the everything to everyone. And especially around the holidays, you know, it's, we can't let anybody down. We've got to cook. We've got to clean. We've got to decorate the house. We've got to shop. We've got to do all of these things. And then somehow we end up being exhausted instead of actually enjoying. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very rare that I known women friends who actually got to relax on the holidays. Um, Unless Mm -hmm. another woman was taking care of everything for them. Right. You know, (laughs) (laughs) how nice would that be? (laughs) Right. A friend of mine this year actually went to this gourmet grocery store and ordered everything. It was mm-hmm. cheaper than us making stuff here. And right. she had as much leftovers as we did. I'm like, yep. That's where I'm and didn't going have to stay year. in the kitchen for hours. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> exactly. I'm like, I am all over that. Right. And, you know, it's nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And, you know, I no. enjoy. Oh, goodness. I enjoy right? cooking, you know, but I think it has to come from a place of you want to do it, not you yes. feel like you have to do it. Right. Exactly. And, you know, I love to cook, too. And I love holiday food. Mm-hmm. No doubt mm-hmm. about it. And I love mm-hmm. my holiday food. You know, right. just like you love your holiday food. Like we were talking about the macaroni and cheese. And, and when yes. you move down here, we're having a macaroni and cheese off. We're, yes, we're having a macaroni and cheese off for sure. Yes. 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 We should make it a whole charitable event. We should. You know, and I we thought should. about you when I, when, when I took it out the oven, I meant to take a picture of it and be like, this is <laughs> well, yeah, but you might have been giving away a little bit too much. So we don't want, you know, yeah, we, we want that yeah. secret. I, look, I, you wouldn't have been able to tell anything just from the top. Golden, oh, bubbly, delicious. you have no idea. <laughs> oh, shoot, bubbly yeah. deliciousness. <laughs> right? Oh, my Lord. Anyway, one of the things I wanted to talk about was rituals and cooking is a ritual you know it's it can be enjoyable it can be because this is what we really like during the holidays it can be you know soothing just as meditation can be you know stirring the gravy as it thickens sauteing the onions and putting the juices on the turkey and stuffing the turkey and all of those things. Those can be considered rituals. But one of the things I wanted to do today in the light of rituals is do a reading and set an intention for where we want Women Real and Raw to be for 2022. And it's off the cuff. This is from our hearts. So we're going to start with Great Spirit, Mother Creator, bless the earth through my life, source of all nourishment. We seek to replenish your sacred world. Guide us through these images, words, feelings within us as we reach into the wholeness. Let all that is needed be known. Welcome energies of earth, air, fire, and water. Let us create a life of beauty, reverence, and wonder. With each season, let us rejoice. Through each phase of sun and moon, let us be in harmony. In every direction shall we offer our love. Winter solstice is the last portion of the year coming up, the last season of the year. And it is the start of winter, the last or shortest day of the year. And it is on Tuesday, December 21st, which is the date that this podcast should be coming out, which is kind of cool because we didn't Perfect. really plan it that way. Right? But I as like, I'm wow. looking at the date, I'm like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> right. Perfect. There's the yeah. universe at work once again. Absolutely. Every Absolutely. Time. Yes. Yep. And my intention for 2022 is women real and raw touch as many people, as many people as it needs to touch. The people who need to hear it 
will hear it and share it and be it and be able to revel in it and be able to love right along with you and I. Exactly. That is, I mean, perfectly said. I I couldn't have said it any better. This podcast is, it's an amazing thing. You know, we've already witnessed how it's touching the lives of women. And just to be able to continue to multiply that and bring these amazing topics and parts of our stories and our lives that other people can relate to or know someone that can, you know, relate to it, just to bring that out into the world and to bring it the things that women don't always want to talk about or don't have any friends to talk about with, you know, or they don't think there's anyone that understands for this podcast to be that place that they can come to. That is the dream. Right. And just hang out with us for a while, you know, right? in sisterhood. <laughs> yeah. And love. Yeah, you know, we and love, we love I... to laugh. <laughs> we have that to laugh all do. the time. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's funny that, you know, we, we say that, but laughter is so good for you. Just on a, even on just on a physical and a mental level, laughing is just so good for you. And I feel like along the way, we've, we've lost that. You know, we're all caught, so caught up in being so professional, being so perfect, being so, you know, we have these goals that we want to meet and we have lost the art and the act of just laughing like laughing to your face hurts. <laughs> right. And your stomach hurts and your chest yes. hurts and your back hurts. And yes, yes, those, yes, Those yes, good yes. belly laughs. We need yes. more of those. So we want uh, to bring you guys some good belly laughs. <laughs> that is what we want to do. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I am so <laughs> well, here for it. <laughs> yep. So that sounds like some another really good intention for 2022 is lots and lots of belly laughs. We'll have to come up with some good stuff. And shoot, you and I can pretty much laugh about anything. I I think one of the best ways of of (laughs) laughing is just being able to not be so serious. Because we are, oh my word, we are so serious about everything. We're serious about our rituals. You know, I have to do this and it has to be this way. And I have to cook this meal and I have to do this. Instead of just enjoying the sun came out or I got out of bed, you know, or my family's here and I get to see my best friend I haven't gotten to see in a couple of months because I've been so busy trying to do all the things that I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Just, we, we've got to get back to those, those connections that we used to enjoy and want to take part in. And now we were all just, and you know, I'm all about, you know, I'm a natural workhorse. I will just keep working and working and working. Cause it's like, in my mind, I've got these goals to accomplish, but I think we have to remember that the goals are great. And if you take a break or if you have a day where you just laugh or you just watch some funny movies or you go out and you hang out with your girlfriends or your guy friends or whoever, that it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're slacking off. And I think we put too much, we put so much focus on being and doing the thing, you know, that we, we've forgotten that you can still have multiple outlets. It doesn't always have to be the go, go, go. And you're not a failure if you take a break from the go, go, go. Or you're not a failure if you buy your turkey 
from Popeye's for, uh, for Thanksgiving or Christmas instead of, you know, <laughs> making it overnight. You're not a failure. You're not a failure if you do that. It's, it's okay. Cause you're still going to have those laughs and those memories. And that's what matters. Those are the things that are going to last. That food is going to be gone in the garbage, given away, whatever, but you won't forget the memories. And that's the most important thing. Exactly. Exactly. For me, it is the rituals that I do on a daily basis that help ground me and then, you know, allow me to not take myself so seriously. You know, meditation is one of the things that I do every day. And I started that practice back when I hurt myself because it was a way of dealing with the pain without medication because, you know, medication and I don't get along. So it became this ritual that I did every day and I continue to do. But instead of being something that is, oh God, I got to go do that again. It is so freeing. It takes me out of myself. It takes me out of my seriousness and it allows me to be playful again. And I think for me, that's what life is all about is playing. It's playing in the the realm of, you know, owning a business. It's playing in the realm of being an learnable, teachable. It's playing in the realm of magic. It's playing in the realm of sisterhood. It's playing in the realm of motherhood. It's playing in the realm of grandmotherhood. It's playing, you know, it's just life to me doesn't need to be so serious. It doesn't need to be so heavy. And (laughs) I had someone tell me today, and I had not realized this, that when I got cancer, I let go of all of this stuff I was shouldering and became, for me, maybe a light being, you know, because that's really where I want to go, you know, is, is be that, that light in the darkness for other people. You know, when they can't find their way, I want to be there to show them because, you know, we spend so much time judging ourselves and worrying about what someone else's our insights to someone else's outsides are that comparison. And if we spend all that time doing that and worrying about what somebody else thinks about us and worrying about, you know, all these things that we have made mistakes in the past about, we don't get to enjoy life. We don't get to enjoy any of the rituals of standing and making gravy because we're not present. We have to be present to be able to enjoy life. We have to be present to be able to find those belly laughs. Right. And so many of us are not, we're just not present. We may be physically in the room, but we're on our phones or we're sitting there thinking about what we have to do tomorrow, what we have to do next month, how this bill isn't paid, how that isn't, you know, we, we're just not, we're not in the moment, you know? And that is something that when you talk to people who are, you know, much older than you and I, that is what they say. They regret (laughs) 
<laughs> right? <laughs> not being in the moment more. And it goes back to the simple things, the simple things in life. Those are the things that count. Those are the things that you sit back when you're 90 years old, sitting out on, <laughs> on your porch in your rocking chair. And you're like, man, I remember that time. I laughed so hard. And right? my face hurt. Or I laughed so hard. I had tears coming down my eyes. And you think about that friend that you were laughing with. And then that just makes you feel good. I have a friend who I have been friends with for 35 years. And mm. I'm only 10, though. Okay, just so you know. <laughs> I don't know where, how we got to be friends before we got here, but we have no idea. No idea. Not at all. It's magic. Magic. It's magic. It's totally magic. (laughs) But we, we both love, love thunderstorms. And of course, being in Florida is like the bomb of the place for thunderstorms. They, oh, amazing, amazing storms down here. And they're so much fun to watch because they're, I, I don't know, there's a difference in the air here and the closeness to the ocean and, and the winds and, and all of that that turn up the clouds and they make them actually roll. You know, the clouds, you've got these black clouds that roll. It looks like, you know, 4th of July coming at you. Remember the movie? Independence Day and they would have the rolling clouds when the, the spaceship came through. No joke. That is what the clouds look like down here in a storm. I've got pictures I'll have to post. But amazing. So up in Ohio, where we lived, we had this big storm one day and it left the street full of water. And I looked at her and I said, come on, let's go dance in the rain because it had stopped storm storming. It was just sprinkling. She's like, oh, I can't get wet. I'm like, seriously, come on, let's go dance in the rain. And she just thought I was nuts. I pulled her out there and oh my God, once we got started, we didn't stop. We were soaking wet. <laughs> I can so imagine that. I could see it. it I can so see it. <laughs> great. You know, those little, so yeah, just those little things that just, we both, and Memories, oh my goodness, memories, let me tell you, are like driving down the street with two people in a car, and one person's looking right, and one person's looking left, and neither one of them see what's ahead of them. They only see what's on their side. So memories are very much like that. It is the perception of where you are in time and space as to what's happening around you. And just because someone's sitting next to you, don't expect them to remember it the same way that you do. But that memory, we both remember almost verbatim exactly. It's so funny when you start activating the meridians in your body, the energy meridians, how that can like imprint your brain. It can change your brain. And it can change, you know, because it starts the endorphins going, it starts the adrenaline going, and all of these good feelings happening, and that imprints your brain in a much more, obviously, positive way. But it, it seriously sets that memory almost like into a golden chalice so that you both remember the experience the same way. You know, and... We've had a lot of experiences together in our life. 
But very few of them do we actually remember exactly the same way. Very few. It's and we'll both look at each other like, "What? I didn't. Right, I don't remember, remember when that. Was that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs> where was you? Where was I? Because that no, right, no, exactly. that's not. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. You know, and when you talk about memory especially getting older and going through chemo, we both know what that does to the brain. Oh, and boy. So, oh, right? <laughs> Some days so, I don't even remember my own name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and who am I? <laughs> right? Yeah, somebody will say something about the time that I was going through chemo, and I'm just, like, looking at them. It's worse than not, than looking left when, you know, everybody else is looking right. Because it just, you know, it's gone. It's a memory gone. But... Oh shoot! There was some. There was a point here, dear, and I don't remember why. <laughs> that's the point, right there, right there. You know, it's play as much as possible because those memories stick. Those memories really stick. I don't remember all. I mean, I remember the people I worked with, and I remember the things that I enjoyed about my job because I really did love the job that I had prior to my accident. And I've been in and around that business for, you know, 30 some years. Again, I'm only 10. You're 10 and I'm five. Hey, that's cool. Right? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But um, I don't remember the bad stuff. I don't remember why I would get upset about things or I don't remember, you know, the re regrets the way that I remember the beauty, the fun, the love, the honesty, the open-mindedness, the non-judgmental. Those are the things that I spend time in my rituals remembering, visualizing, affirming. All of that makes the rest of the day spectacular indeed it does it really does and I think sometimes people think that it has to be the always the the big things you know it's always the the big wins those are the things that we should focus on and remember but sometimes it's just those small little memories things that brought you happiness you know a time when you felt a certain kind of way being able to reflect back on that can have such a huge impact on right now, on what you're going through, on your moment, on your mood, you know, just thinking about some other things, you know, bringing back those good memories can begin to change your mood and how you think about your current situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we all go through that brain talk, You know, we're we're telling ourselves that we're not good enough or telling ourselves that we can't do something or, you know, that we don't look away a certain way or we can't cook a certain way or, you know, it's a waste of time to meditate. Who wants to sit in their head? You know, and (laughs) right. You know, there's so many ways of meditating that sitting silently in your head is really honestly a much higher level of meditation than what most people are are, are doing. Um, exactly. And, and I wish and they you, would talk about the other ways. 
because whenever people talk about meditation, they only talk about the sitting in your head, the being quiet. And for some people, that may not be their way of meditating. I do not meditate that way. I have to get to that point. I don't start there. You know, I start with this app I have on my phone and it takes a multitude of different sounds and music and puts them together. And then I take this channeling that I like to listen to and I wrap the two of them together and I listen to that. And I listen to that for the first 30 minutes. And then when that, the music stuff, because it only usually lasts about 30 minutes, goes off, I may continue to listen to the channeling without the music. And that sometimes is really good. Other times I turn that off and I'm able to, at that point, sit in the silence because my head isn't going 24 seven, you know, it's not running on this, this like, um, hamster wheel anymore because it's, it's gotten this whole other piece and then there are a multitude. Oh my goodness. There's just, I mean, uh, Hay House, who I am not affiliated with at this point in my life, but they have a great app uh, that you, it's a membership and you have the ability to listen to pretty much anything they have in their arsenal that are guided meditations. There are a multitude of apps out there that have guided meditations that you can listen to. A friend of ours has a guided meditation that she does through Meditation and More. If you look that up, you can get on that. And that's a membership monthly. And she does guided twice a week. And I think it's a different type of meditation at other times. And so there's just so many ways that you can do it. And you can start... With working out, you know? Right, I was just about to say, you know, their active meditation is a thing, you know? Absolutely. I didn't, and I Visual. never, that was, that was one of the reasons why I, for the longest time, was like, I just can't meditate. I can't meditate. And I went to a seminar, I think it was when I was actually working at, I want to say the seminary school, we had a seminar and the yoga instructor, and I was having such a hard time. And she was like, I was telling her that I work out and I do all that. And she says, how do you feel when you work out? I said, nothing else is going on. And she's like, okay, well, you do better with active meditation. And it was as if, oh, right? (laughs) It was like the lights showed down and the skies opened up and said, you're not crazy. It's like, you're not a loser. You're not silly. Like you just meditate differently. You know, I meditate differently. So now I've gotten to a point where I can do some of the guided meditation, especially for sleep. But like working out for me is my meditation. Working out, if I go for too many days without working out, I can feel it, not just physically, but mentally. I can feel it. When I was active, gardening was a meditation for me. Um, You know, you could be out in the, the dirt and digging up weeds and it just, you could just disappear. Mm hmm. And even cooking for me is like that, you know, like not even just like aside from the holiday cooking, because actually I don't like the holiday cooking because that's not, it doesn't bring me the same meditation and joy that just like normal every day or, you know, I, I normally cook once a week. 
like I can just be in the kitchen for hours, just getting stuff ready and organizing and putting in containers. And that makes me feel so good and so calm. And that used to be my Sunday ritual. You know, I would get up, go to the store, I would work out, then go to the store. And the rest of my Sunday until, you know, mid-afternoon or early evening would just be cooking. I'd have my music on. And it's like I was there, but I was also very zoned out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I was very, very zoned out. It would just be like, man, yeah. I just cooked all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even realize it, but I, it would just, it just brought me so much joy. And I felt so much lighter afterwards. But I, I never knew that that was a thing because the only meditation that and those type of rituals that people talk about are just you're laying there or you're sitting there with your legs crossed and you've got your, you know, your own going right. on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you right. can and do it's those. Like, I mean, you know, when yeah. you're talking about kundalini meditation, there's an active kundalini meditation. There's a sound kundalini meditation. And kundalini is just energy. It's just an energy flow. But... There's, we have another friend who is, I want to say she's in British Columbia, that does a whole series on YouTube about active kundalini meditation. And it's amazing. I can't do it. She can't. It's amazing. For me, I can do the OM. And then there's a ton of other sounds that you can make. There's visual where you're just, you know, looking at... Um, cards that I do on a weekly basis and you can stare at that and do an a meditation with visually that way where you're just staring at that for you know five ten minutes maybe two minutes whatever works for you you know just starting starting that ritual of self-care because that's really what meditation is all about it's self exactly it's it's just it it really is It can even be when you're brushing your teeth and you're looking in the mirror and you're just looking at yourself, you know, not at the wall, not at the ceiling, not just looking at your own eyes and brushing your teeth. And it can be extremely meditative. Right. And I wish people would, in that world, would talk more about it, the the different ways. We're in that world. Like there are so many different ways to achieve that same result. I mean, we can break that. that. I mean, that goes with everything, though, you know. That goes with diet. That goes with exercise. That goes with, there's so many different ways to get to the same result. And you may have to try a few different things to figure out what works for you. And it may take longer than, you know, you're reading the book. Oh, five ways to do this by tomorrow. Uh, no. Right. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many of those. Oh my good gosh. You get on, on my emails. I have got thousands of this do this 10 steps and you'll make a million dollars do this 10 steps and you'll have this and this five steps and this and i'm like seriously really and i get the ones that say do this and you'll lose 21 pounds in five days (laughs) yeah well the only way that i was ever able to lose weight like that was when i was on chemo and radiation and i do not recommend that at all so yeah don't don't go there Right. So quick yeah. story. When you say that, quick story about that. I remember, and this is to show you how screwed up the world is and how we, we programmed ourselves. When I got out of the hospital, I was in the hospital for th- three months. When I got out, I could barely walk, couldn't stand. You know, my muscles had atrophied and all of that. And when I could finally start getting up, <laughs> and even just to say it, I'm like, oh, my God. I was happy because I was small. 
even though when I go back and I see pictures of myself, I look like death walking. But in my mind, I was happy. I was small because I could wear closer to the clothes that I wanted to wear because I lost so much weight from being in the hospital. Now, what kind of fucked up way of thinking right? is, <laughs> is that? Like, right. And I go back I and, I, and I've kept so many of those pictures <clears throat> from when I was sick. And I look at it and I see it in my face, like, because I'm on prednisone. So, of course, I was smaller, but then I had the very super round face because I was on that high dose of prednisone. And I remember thinking, boy, if I could just keep this and not have to worry about actually having lupus and have to, have to go through chemo and all that, it would be great. But I was so focused on being smaller that it was like, yeah, you're smaller, but at what cost? You're putting poison in your body. You've laid in the bed for three months. You'd need a walker to walk. Like, you've got bed sores because you've been fucking laying on the bed forever. And all I'm thinking about is, I'm finally small. Yeah. Right. Come on. I am. Um, <laughs> I find that when I ask for something from the universe, I get it. And it doesn't always come in the package I'm expecting. So right before we found out that uh, I had cancer last year, we had decided to go on a diet. And I had said, well, I want to lose at least 30 pounds. And that's what I lost, like, immediately. And again, don't recommend that diet. You know, divorce is a great diet, but I don't recommend it. You know, there's a lot of things that we go through that stress our body so badly, including crazy diets, to get to what? To get so that we look like the, the models on the runways that look like they're death born over? So that, you know, we can fit in a size zero. Why? You know, we can look just as gorgeous in a size 30. We don't have to be a size zero or a size five. You know, I was never a zero. I'm just saying, you know, as five, I was a five, but never a zero. Um <laughs> Well, I will not allow you to get back to a zero. You hear me? No, it won't happen. No, I don't even want to be a size five. Thank you. Uh, ten would be fine with me. That's you my know? goal size too. The ten. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. That's yeah. That's a good size. It's healthy. And who made up these sizes? First, who of all. made up these sizes? <laughs> I mean, really? Come on. Right, it, is, it makes you wonder, like, if sizes, if what we call sizes we're called something else or we're, or we're framed in a different way. Would we think about our bodies and ourselves differently? Uh, absolutely. And would we think about our bodies differently if we took the time to love the person and the vessel, which is the body is just that a vessel in order to physically be here. We spend so much time on our physique that we forget to spend time on our soul. And you say that, it's funny because I just got back into lifting heavy again. And I remember, it's so funny. I remember I stopped because as soon as my body responds super quickly to lifting heavy and in my mind, it was, well, I need to lose weight. I want to lose, you know, I want to lose fat. And when I lift heavy, I immediately start to kind of blow, look, to me anyway, I start to look muscular because it just, my body just soaks it up. But then if I'm just patient, 
and leave it alone, then the inches start to go and my body starts to change, you know, but I would, I denied myself lifting heavy because I was so concerned about that initial kind of blow up and, and the initial weight gain on the scale from it. And now that I'm back to doing it, it's once again, that taking care of yourself, doing what works for you. And that for me, one makes me feel good. I mean, I feel amazing. I leave the gym after doing my workouts and I'm, you can't tell me I'm not the shit. You can't. Right. <laughs> you, you are. Can. You can't. Like I feel, I feel the most attractive and the most and the sexiest when I leave the gym and when I'm in the gym. I think that's amazing. I mean, that is when, <sighs> yeah. It's like if we could go out to like fancy dinners or whatnot and work out clothes. Oh my gosh. It would be wonderful. Because that, that is that is where I am my most comfortable, you know? Well, that is where okay. I am my most comfortable. You're about to move to this place called Miami. Oh yes. Yay! And that is the life. Yeah. Well, I let me tell wait. you what. They have, well, at least when I lived there, it could change by now. But back when I lived in Miami. You could go to some of the top restaurants in flip-flops and T-shirts. I am top, so here for top it. Top <laughs> five-star Michelin restaurants. I'm looking for those when I get Oh, yeah. I'm looking for those when I get there. <laughs> bathing suit cover-up and a pair of flip-flops. Because, you know, you, spent, you were at the beach and then you went to dinner. What are they going to do? I'm what sorry, you have to, to leave... Because right. you know what? It's a really interesting down here. You will meet people who you will swear are trailer trash. And that is not a bad thing. It's just, you know, using a word. And they're billionaires. You know? Don't ever judge a book by its cover. Don't ever say, oh, that's only. Oh, he's but. Or she's it because you don't know. Right. And honestly, I was talking to a friend of mine. Those are the type of rich people that I like. I like the ones that drive a regular Honda and you would have no idea that they were billionaires, you know? Right. I mean, I don't want to be pretentious by any stretch. Um, I have a vision for where I want to be. And one of those things that's in my vision board is my Bentley convertible because I want one. Now, now, I want you all to understand this. I have no intention of going to the Bentley store that's downtown Sarasota because we have one here. I could go get a brand new one. Not Well, I couldn't afford to, but I could go get one if I could. <laughs> but right down the street from my house is this used car lot that sells a lot of Bentley convertibles because a lot of them, people buy them down here. And they're no more expensive than my Buick Enclave. I'm cool with that. I have no problem spending that. I am not spending 200 grand for a brand new Bentley convertible. Just so you, even if I had it to spend it, which I will, right? I am not spending it on that. I would much rather take that money and put it into the nonprofit, you know, and be able to help a hundred thousand women you know versus buying a bentley that's brand new but i will have my bentley convertible just because i want one because you know 
I don't lift, but I'm still the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are always. <laughs> yeah, like you are. You're always going to be the shit. And we both are. And actually, everybody listening to this podcast, you need to know that you are the shit too. So right now, wherever you are, just say it. I am the shit. Because you are. I am the shit. And if somebody doesn't like it, if somebody doesn't like it, you send them the women real and raw. We got you. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. You. you know, because not everybody you in your life is going <laughs> to think you're the shit because they have their own things. And that's okay. You know, everybody's journey is different. Everybody has their own journey they're going through, their own time frame that they will get to where they're going. Yeah, Jack Canfield, who is my mentor right now, is teaching one of the principles, I know, one of the success principles that I am doing my speech on when I go to California next month. And it is on feedback and using feedback as an advantage. And one of the things that he does in teaching that is talk about the direction that you're going and you don't always have to, it's not always a straight line to the goal. Sometimes you're, you're off goal. Sometimes you're off the other way. Sometimes you got to circle back. It's okay. Did you make it to the goal? That's the question. That's the answer. Did you make it to the goal? Because how you got there is the beauty yeah, but and that's the part that we don't like. We don't like it until after we realize the beauty of, that was in it. At the time, it sucks. Well, you know, we say <laughs> At something. At the time, it may feel like it sucks. Yeah. We say something in, in the RV world. of It's not the destination. It's the journey. And I know that that's not an uncommon saying. But people really, if you listen to that. If you take that and you go, oh, so it's all about the journey and everybody has their own. Everybody has their own experience. It's like perception. You know, it's like we were talking about, you know, you can be in the same car and see two totally different things. You can be in the same same situation. You know, that's why juries are so interesting. And, you know, listening to testimony is so interesting because People see things differently and they see it based on their perception. Their own. Yep. Mm-hmm. Based on their, their life own experiences. Experiences yep. and, mm-hmm. you know, how they've, yeah, it's just, it's amazing. It gets very complicated sometimes with, you know, families and friends and, and all of those things, which makes the holidays hard back to the beginning. Um, but yeah, if you enjoy that journey, if you enjoy the play, of, you know, getting to know yourself, self-care, and self-love. And then you can be the love and the light for the other people in your life. It's like when you get on an airplane and they tell you to put your mask on first before you help everybody else. You got to take care of you. You got to know you're the shit before you can take care of anybody else. And we especially as women, we've lost that. And, you know, we, and we talk about this all the time. So you, you'll, you'll hear us talk about this over and over again, because it is so true. You know, women, we are, we think we must be everything to everybody except ourselves. 
And along the way, we have forgotten that in order to be everything to everybody, we first got to be everything to ourselves. And we got to take care of ourselves from the head to the toe. We have to take care of ourselves because that is the only way that we can then show up authentically and at our best to help others. Because if you're going to help people, don't half-ass it. And if you're not showing up as your best, then you're half-assing it. Don't even bother. And laying down and letting people walk on you is not showing up as your best. It's not helping them in any way. It's not giving them any kind of direction or any type of education or, you know, passing knowledge on. Just being, you know, the doormat is just being the doormat. It's not doing anything else. The doormat does not get up and, and become something else. Exactly. And that is what so many of us have become, and even unintentionally, you know, you may not even realize it until you sit back one day and you're like, wow, how did I get to this point? You know, right. where I am, where I am now on the last on my to-do list. I haven't had my hair done in forever. I haven't bought a new pair of shoes. I haven't taken a spa day. I haven't, you know, just the, I haven't taken myself out to lunch, you know, anything. It's like you wake up one day and then the flip just switch. What happened? What happened? Yeah. I mean, even if it's just taking a bath or a long shower, you know, or turning on the music and dancing in the shower, you know, it, you know, it I do can that be all the time. Oh, oh girlfriend, because I got my I bars I can hold on to, you know, and I can rock it. Yep. I have performances in the shower. Oh my God. I have a whiteboard in my shower because I start doing all that. And then the brain starts going and I go, Oh, I got to write that down. Oh, I got to write that down. And then there's days I don't have anything that comes out other than it just felt good to be in a hot shower, listening to some good music. Yep. It's also a really great place to cry. It's a really great place to scream. It's a really good place to rage. You know, one of my favorite songs is a four non-blonde that oh gosh I can't remember the name of it but you know I go outside and I scream at the top of my lungs what's going on I think it's what's going on (laughs) but I will sing that at the top of my lungs in the shower it's the bomb you know so you find those things that work for you whatever it might be so yeah I mean it's like we're talking about raging I want to go to a rage room when I tell you it is like a dream. <laughs> and every okay. time I tell my family, they look at me like I'm crazy. And, I'm, and I just say, that's why you guys aren't free like I am. Because you need to go to a rage room and beat the shit out of something. Like you just need to get it as brick shit. <laughs> With nobody saying, don't do this, don't do that. Yeah. Just want to do it all. Right. Absolutely. Anybody out there know a rage room? Anybody out there know a rage room? Let me know. (laughs) There is one or one that used to be down here um, in, I believe, Tampa um, or St. Pete. And, of course, with COVID, it hasn't been open. But that is something that we'll be doing when we have our retreat come this spring, is a little raging. 
Oh yeah. We you know, just get yourself a baseball bat. Ooh, that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be good. And it's so surprising how I don't remember the first time like we had to do it. Um, it feels uncomfortable because you're so used to holding everything in and and not expressing the anger, the rage, the, you know, the whatever you're feeling. But man, when you start to let it out, it is just, it's so freeing. It's so freeing. And I, I wish more people would be able to experience it. I mean, you can just like take a dish rag and, and bang your couch, you know, like hit on the back of a chair. It doesn't even have to be the level of a rage room. Just get it out. Get it out. It's like my great grandmother used to say, better out than in. Like, well, gotta, it's coming out, let it out one way or another. Holding all that stuff in, it is right. It's coming out. It's coming out directed at other people. It's coming out in your health. It's coming out your physical health, your mental health. It's coming out one way or the other. I used to break out because with the feelings and, and all of that, you know, that you were hold. I was holding in and it would come out in pimples. You know, it would come out with a migraine. Oh, yeah. it will come. I get those. Out one I get way that. Or another. For me, it's my stomach hurts and I get nauseous. Whenever that starts to happen, I know something, something's going on. Even if I don't know exactly what it is, because sometimes we don't even think that there's anything wrong, because we're so we're so used to feeling this way that we don't even know that there's something wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But when it gets out and you start to recognize it. Man, it's it's a it's a freeing feeling. It it really and truly is. It really is. I would agree, hundred percent. There's nothing like being able to release that anger. My favorite, personally, was going to the Goodwill and get buying up all the dishes. And taking them over and slamming them on the abutment of the train. That was why rage rooms came. Oh, that's why (laughs) rage rooms came around, though, so that you could do stuff like that in a safe environment, not hurting anybody, not leaving you know sharp objects laying around that somebody could get hurt on. And you know, but it is so satisfying. It is so satisfying. You know, you're angry with your boss for something, whatever. Rather than actually getting in your boss's face and losing your job, raging <laughs> as with tempting towel, as that may be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just take that, that dish towel, make sure it's that thin kind. You don't want the real thick kind. You want the thinner. And just smack the shit out of the back of the chair Ted, you just absolutely are a pig, blah, 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 whatever it is. Right, whatever it is. Start off small, because, you know, at first you're kind of like this. And right, at first you, you, know, you feel silly, right? Yeah. And, and do it, you sudden, know, go in the back room or something so nobody can see you. Or do it when nobody's home. But it is, it is, oh. I, of all the tools that we have in our toolbox, because we have a ton, and we will share all of those tools as we go through this oh, for sure. podcast in the, for in sure. the years We've got that so we're many. here, right? <laughs> this is probably one of my favorites 
Totally one of my favorites. And just the dish towel. Not even going to, you know, any other higher, more, whatever. The dish towel all by itself is probably one of my all-time favorites of just getting out that feeling of overwhelm, that feeling of, you know, being disrespected, whatever it is that's causing the angst, just getting it out. And this holiday season, what better thing to do? (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's how you celebrate the holidays. Right. You start and then, yourself. And honestly, don't carry that shit into 2022. No, get, get rid of it. Get, get it out. Leave it. it. Leave it where it is. A friend of mine told me, again, when I was before <laughs> I came, you can't change anything in the past. So rip the rear view mirror off and throw it in the back seat. Because there is nothing you can do about it. What is done is done. Move on. Move forward. And just leave the shame and the guilt and and all of the anger and all of that in 2021. Let's go into 2022 feeling like we are the shit. Feeling like we are super women. That we are wonder women. That we can do anything we want as long as we, we take can. care of our own oxygen like, mask first it's like we can you know and for us to finally start to feel that that we can is something that oh my goodness we just we need that so bad we need to feel like we can again tiff as always this talk has been amazing Yes, of course. I am excited to put this out for December 21st, Solstice. Yes, the Solstice episode. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's all about the rituals. It's all about the taking care of ourselves and being the best that we can be for all of those people that love us, you know? And the number one first one is us, ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the second is partners. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So everybody out there, give yourselves a big hug. Do something kind for yourself. Take some time out to do something for you and then show up as your best self in the rest of your life. Absolutely. 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 Till next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. We are thrilled that you spent time with us today. So thank you. We are always here to remind you how powerful you are and that you deserve to be seen and heard. Again, we thank you so much for listening and hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to leave us an awesome review so we can keep coming back and helping you find your power. Until next time, we are women, real and raw.